0: Welcome to tonight's production. Content warnings can be found beneath the list of cast and crew in our notes. As always, stay safe and enjoy the show. Starfall. One, scene four. Follow me now, if you will. Past the gate, across the lawn and through the grand doors of Castle Eris. Follow me past the guards standing in stately rows in ceremonial plate armour. Follow me past the foyer abuzz with the activity of servants in preparation for the grandest day they'll see in their lifetimes. Follow me up the stone stairs lined with portraits of a monarch's past, including one upon which the paint has barely even begun to dry. And if you feel comfortable finding the rest of the story yourself, allow me to leave you here in the upper floors of Castle Eris, in the chambers of a woman who is barely more than a child and yet is about to be crowned the monarch of the most powerful kingdom in the continent. I will leave you here with images of the remnants of this woman's childhood, of dolls worn threadbare, of books with tales promising more than life has to give, tempered by formal trappings and foreign gifts and correspondences strewn about the room, threatening her impending duties. And a word to the wise. Take note of the sword that stands in the corner. You'll want to watch that sword.
1: (laughs) My lady, my lady, please give my poor legs
2: a rest. We still have to complete the final fitting on your gown. No, 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 dear nurse. We have an agreement to hold to after our last fitting. You swore then I would not have to be stitched into that abomination again until the day of my coronation, and it is not yet that day.
1: That was before we knew Archduke Vercy of Torland would be in attendance. Alterations had to
2: be made to the gown to appeal to his
1: sensibilities, and now it must be refitted...
2: If the gown has to be adjusted to suit the Torlandics, why not have one of their people model it? Or better yet, have the Archduke try it on and ask his opinion directly.
1: My lady, you may be taking the throne, but it would still be imprudent to offend our allies before we've even secured the line of succession.
2: I should name Mountain Lily and her pups as my heirs and be done with the whole affair... Hounds would make better rulers than those men who are coming to sniff at my door, don't you think? By the light of the dawn, what was that?
3: Princess Mariette, though I wish I could bring you gladder tidings on this day, I must inform you that Aramuth, the green dragon of the north, has returned to lay siege to Eris.
2: But my father slayed Aramith when he reigned. The great green dragon is dead.
3: The green flames consuming what remained of your mother's roses. Tell us she is dead no more, my lady. It is as if fear of your father's retribution was the only force powerful enough to frighten her into her grave. And now that he is fallen, she is risen. And on the eve of your coronation, of all the days, O oh dear...
2: Then it seems the Archduke will have to model his own gown after all. Go now, and summon General Howell, Counselor. Eris must prepare for battle. What...
4: is... happening... We have decided nothing. Even while she holds her father's sword, if we rely on the princess alone to face Aramith, the only thing we will achieve is leaving the kingdom headless and vulnerable.
2: And if we rely on your armies alone, we will only be leaving the kingdom disarmed when they inevitably fall to Aramith's flames. It is as the seer says, "...only royal blood can slay the beast." You think too highly
4: of your skill, my lady. Do not place it above the might of my army on the seer's word alone.
2: What will it take for you to take the seer's word as well, General? Or will you try to take my blade instead?
4: Woe be on the kingdom that falls under your reign, Princess Marriott. Woe be on us all should we live
2: to see your coronation. Huh. And woe be on me should I live to hear yet another of your lectures, General. If only words could wound, then yours could provide us with blades enough to survive past the dawn. The downfall of this
4: kingdom lies just as surely in the future as you jest it to be.
2: Yet still, you find the time to jest. I only seek to do us a service, dear General. Would you rather see the kingdom fall to dragon flames or to cutting remarks?
4: My lady, what is to be done with neither a life nor a union such as ours that will live to see a second
2: dawn? I do not know, General Howell, but could that I hold the moonlight aloft as readily as you hold me now so that dawn would never come? I would.
3: Is it true, my lady, that you not only stopped the dragon's flames, but created flames of your own? Surely that is impossible. Perhaps,
2: perhaps the Lord himself allowed me the power, just for this day. After all... The seer said. The seer said
4: only royal blood could slay the beast. But all I see is a royal tainted by the blood of a monster. Perhaps royal blood could have saved us, but there's not a drop of it left in this kingdom. We're doomed.
2: Wait, Howell! Return to me at once, General Howell!
5: Thank you, thank you. That was the first two acts of our show, but there's two more to go. We're taking a short break for both you and the actors, so please return to your seats when these runes start flashing. Oh, and I believe there's a store selling cheese at the back. Bravo!
6: Bravo! Beautiful work, stage crew. And keep it up, actors.
4: Shut up, Porter. Are you trying to James sauce?
6: <laughs> Sorry, darling. Just excited. So Leona, what do you think? Do you have any questions still or? Uh, Leona? What's the matter? It, it's just
7: the the princess. Lady Mariette. All she wanted was to live freely and be happy. she was falling in love with someone who could nearly match her. Why, why did all those terrible things have to happen to her?
6: Um... Narrative tension? Basic tenets of storytelling? I don't know. Dolan could probably explain this better.
7: And... And what was all that? All those things I saw and heard and felt? Where did that come from? What happened?
6: Well... That's the power of runes. You put them on items you want to use, and they make wonderful things, like what you saw and heard tonight.
7: But. but scripts aren't supposed to be able to create physical matter. So, where. where did everything come from?
6: See, that's what all our props and costumes are for. Everything they interact with on stage, that was something someone in our troupe created to be used in the show. Almost every one of those props and costumes is a script designed to generate an illusory effect. We can't make a castle out of magic, but we can guide a willing mind to believe they're watching events unfold in one.
7: I didn't know regular humans could create illusions so powerful and lasting.
6: Well, on our own, I don't think any of us could manage something on this scale. But put together all our crafts and efforts the years of experience from some of the finest rune workers in the continent, and an audience that wants to believe as much as we want them to. And it becomes a lot less impossible than you'd think.
7: So this is what it all adds up to. You make stories come alive, and you share them with the people.
6: Yep. It's a big empire, but we try to reach all the towns we can to give them a show worth remembering. It's a lot more work than just touring the cities or staying in residence in one, but for people out here who may not even be able to afford script licenses on their own, getting to see what you can really do with skillful magic is... Uh, wait! Uh, Leona? Where are you going? You're not leaving, are you? The play's not over yet. Look, you don't need to leave if you're worried about Mariette. I know tensions are high, but I swear, it has a happy ending. The princess meets the dragon and becomes queen. She marries this kindly count from Capraberg. There's a big party, so you know it's a comedy. Okay, well, technically... Glenn says it's a historical political satire about the nature of power being inherently tied with birth and status and futility and attempting to rise above the structures designed to keep us in place and that it was ahead of its time and has been co-opted as aristian slash fristinian propaganda, but yeah, that's just Glenn! And what does he- Stop following me. Oh. Sorry, um, did you need to use the bathroom? Because there were- Probably some safer spots. Uh, not deep in the woods. This isn't safe for you. Well, yeah, I was saying, the woods- Not the woods. Me. What? What are you talking about?
7: I can't stay with the troop, fell. I need to leave. What? Why? I thought you wanted to join- I did. I do. I thought I could serve the troupe well. But then I saw exactly what it is that you do. And I-
6: Oh, stars. Please don't leave based on just this show. I, I swear, we're usually better. It's just always harder to get the full effects working outside of a theater. Just go with us as far as Dowden, and I swear you'll see- Fell, the troupe is wonderful.
7: And you- All make beautiful things, and then you give them to people who need to see them. You are like... like the princess in that story. So clever in protecting and guiding her kingdom.
6: Well, you could be like her too, you know. If you worked with us.
7: No. I'm more like the dragon. Just a force of terror and destruction. If I stay with the troop, all I will do is bring ruin to its door. And I can't afford to ruin anything else so precious.
6: I have to go, Fel. Leona, that's ridiculous. We're here to help you too. Whatever sort of problem you're dealing with, we can- I
7: am the problem. I shouldn't have approached you in the first place. This was selfish
6: of me. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Please, don't leave. I I promise we can help. The troop, if it feels like home to you, I want you to be able to stay. Fel, shh. No, I won't just let this go. If you want to stay, you should- No, Fel, shh, be quiet. Something
7: is coming. What is that? If it's coming from deeper in the woods, it's something dangerous. We have to warn the others.
6: They're moving fast, Leona. I'm not sure if we can...
7: Hold on. I'm going to run.
6: While holding me? But you...
1: Alright, right, actors. Are we all watered? Have we all had snacks? Are we all ready to get back
2: on stage? That depends, Basil. Are we all ready to stop being infantilized by our director? Sorry, the schoolteacher in me still comes out sometimes.
3: Hey, darling. uh, Are you sure you don't have time to listen to the counselor's speech again?
4: I'm not giving you notes in the middle of a performance, Glenn. Okay.
3: Okay, just thought I'd ask.
4: Fell's not in the audience.
3: Don't worry. I'm sure your good luck stagehand will be back soon.
4: He's not my... It's not that. It's just... It's weird that he's not here. Fel always watches the show when he's not working them, and... Hmm. The new girl's gone, too.
3: Maybe she went to the
5: bathroom.
4: Hey, has anyone seen Fel and the new girl?
1: Anyone? I think I saw them going off into the forest after intermission started. The forest? And you didn't stop them? Well, I would have asked where they were going, but Glenn needed notes.
4: Mm -hmm. Let's call it two minutes to curtains, kids. I mean, actors. We can't go on stage. We need to find Fel. We don't know anything about that girl. She'd be a mass murderer or a changeling fae, and she's got him out there alone. I swear by the stars, if she's hurt him, I'll... Uh... Hi, everyone. Uh, Fel, what are you... What is she... Why-
3: Hey, you too. you You're just in time for Act Three.
7: Everyone here needs to leave. Right now. There's something coming. What? What are you talking about? Something from the woods. Coming fast. Everyone here needs to go. Troop,
4: audience, you need to run. Mint, go find Raybar and Hossi. Yes, Rhea. What are you playing at? You can't really expect us to believe that some fey monsters would bother to come this close to humans just to- I need to warn the audience. Here, take Fel.
6: Leona, I can walk! What are you- no. Wait, kid!
7: Everyone, you need to leave. You're in grave danger here from approaching monsters. Please, go. Run! Wow, this show is really immersive. Kind of weird costume choice, though. And where's the scenery? What? No, stop cheering and
4: run. You're all in danger. Get off the stage, you maniac, before you
6: ruin this whole- She's not lying, Dolan. There's really something coming from the woods. I, I heard it, too. What?
3: What's going on?
6: Raybar, please.
3: You need me to get rid of her, Raybar? I know I can handle her if she's causing trouble. Leona, explain what's happening.
7: Why do I keep having to say this? Just leave. You're in danger.
3: Just... Run! Everyone, run! Run, run, run!
2: Scale backs!
4: Wow, these illusions are so great. Really- help! Terry!
3: No! Frank. Aussie, try to rescue that man. What about the crew? And the other beast? I...
7: Uh, <laughs> I can help.
2: Saints, protect us! No saints around here. Back! Back, You! it. I told Michaelis we should have real fire in some of the costumes.
3: What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Uh, I'm an actor, not a fighter. Uh, There has to be a way out.
6: Look, maybe if I split off, it'll follow me and the rest of you can... I swear if you
4: try to do something stupid and self-sacrificing, I'll... Uh, Leona! Look out! Look out? She's the one wrestling with the lizard monster, and winning.
6: What is happening? Uh, Rhea, toss me your sword.
7: Kid, this is a prop. Blunted metal, I can still use it. Uh, catch! Uh, uh. Well? Will you run now?
1: Okay, kids. Let's do what the strong lady says and get the frack out of here.
6: Leona... That was incredible! You threw that scale back away and stabbed it with a prop sword! I told you that I can fight. Th- that wasn't just fighting, though. That was... That was more strength than I've ever seen in anyone before.
4: Deke later, fell. There's still
6: monsters nearby. Right, I, I know. It- it- it's just... you saved our lives, Leona. I was just... doing my duty. But, but still, how? Where'd you learn to fight? A- and how'd you get all this power? Uh, how? I-, I... Scarecrow, look alive!
4: <gasps> Leona! Posse, do
3: something. This monster's got scales too thick to cut, and I'm nearly out of power for my script. Grab the scarecrow and go! We don't have to kill this beast. Just survive it.
4: Come on, Leona. Can you run? Can she walk?
6: Uh, I'm fine. But he... Hossie's in security. He's trained for this. He'll probably be...
4: Stars, what is with that thing? Why is it attacking
6: us? We need to grab Hossie, too. He, he might die if we leave him. And you think we won't if we stay here any longer? Well, then what do we do? Stay back,
7: fell. I'll handle this. Fiona.
3: Get off of me, scaly!
7: Creature of the Fae. Face me instead.
3: What do you think you're doing, Scarecrow?
7: Come on. I need my fang. Just once. Let me use you for good.
3: Skies.
4: Hmm. Well, uh... <clears throat> uh, we're probably not getting our deposit on the stage back. Sorry.
7: <coughs> the lion's fang can have too much of a bite sometimes. Fell, I...
6: That... W- what? Y- you with
3: the... You
7: see what I meant now, don't you? I'm not like normal people. I'm too dangerous. I need to leave or else I'll... That
6: was incredible! You were incredible! You, you summoned a sword? You can summon a sword? That's like something out of the stories! And, and look at this thing! It's bigger than you are! H- how strong do you have to be to sway this thing? What? Wow... Hossie, oh, I bet you're glad she didn't have this in your fight, or we'd have a new head of security by now. That's... uh... well... I, I have so many questions. Where did this come from, a- and is there a script you used to summon it? Is it just one weapon, a- and what was that you called it? The-, the lion's fang? Where did... Fel, aren't you afraid of me? Of what I could do? <laughs> Leona, with your power... I feel like I don't need to be afraid of anything ever again. Fell.
5: Are you all okay over here?
6: Um... Hossie took a hit, but I think we're okay. Leona saved us, Raybar! She- I saw...
5: All of us should get back to camp, calm our nerves, and tend to the wounded. And then I think I'll need to speak with Leona. Leona, that sword.
7: It's dealt with.
5: Well, have a seat if you can find one. I know it's a bit cluttered in here, I don't entertain in my wagon too often, and I like to keep my ledgers close. Or just stand there. I suppose it doesn't really matter. I think I need a drink after tonight. Do you want anything? I have water, I have tea leaves, or I can give you a bolt of something stronger if you need it. Right. Well, that's fine if you're not in the mood. Though, if you're hungry, I may also have some biscuits stashed away and... Do
7: you have any... chocolate ones? (sighs)
5: Squirrelled away for a special occasion... And I suppose if this occasion isn't special, then not many are. So, first of all, I need to thank you for protecting the troop tonight. Scalebacks attacking out of the dark like that could have ended much worse for us, and for the townspeople.
0: That
7: first man who was attacked? Will he be okay?
5: I think so. Hossie distracted it quickly enough that the injuries he sustained weren't too bad, but... It's always hard to say what'll ultimately kill a man in small towns like this.
7: I'm sorry. I should have acted sooner.
5: I'm sure you did everything you could to help us. After all, this was my oversight. Fabe's attacks are uncommon in this area, but not unheard of. Performing so close to the woods, I should have had more security there, or at least more crew on alert. Thank you again for covering for our failings. Biscuit. Regardless of my gratuity, I think I may need to point out you haven't been telling us everything about why you're here, have you?
7: No, I haven't.
5: And that would be fine, normally. true members are allowed to have their secrets, I know I have my share. But in this case, where those secrets seem to defy the very laws of magic, I can't help but feel that those secrets are slightly more of a public issue. Right. Let's start with the basics. Your great strength and your sword. How did you come across your powers? I've always had them.
7: I've always been stronger than normal. Faster, more enduring. And I first summoned the sword, instinctively, when I was very young.
5: And do you have any clue as to the origin of these powers?
7: No. I don't understand where they came from. Or why they came to me.
5: That's to be expected. I suppose the more important question for now is, where were you before this?
7: I was traveling. Around Eris, I think. And before that?
5: I'm not sure I'd believe you came as you are from a typical household in Krenos or Torland.
7: Before this, I lived in the heart of the Empire, in Falston. I was in the service of somebody there. I traveled often, doing as I was instructed, but I always came back to the capital. I always came back until I... didn't. Because I because I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to do the things they asked of me anymore. I want to find my own path, and I want to help people instead of hurting them. I, Raybar, I want so badly to stay with your troop and help bring your stories to people who need them. I want that more than I've ever wanted anything. Uh, But I'll understand if you need me to leave for the troop's sake. If that is the better path to protecting your interests, I will accept that as well.
5: Well then, I suppose that just leaves us with the question of what to do with you now. Stop! But, Fel?
6: Raybar, I have so much respect for you as a leader. But you can't just kick Leona out of the troop. She belongs with us now. Fel, were you listening at my windows? She made a real connection with the troop today. She loves what we do, and she saved our lives!
5: Fell, I never said-
6: She shouldn't be punished just because she's a little different. If that's the case, you'd have to kick out everyone in the troop, from me, to you, to Hossie, to Elsa- Fell, I am trying
5: to- (sighs) I was just trying to say, we're going to have to figure out Leona's position again. Obviously, she should work with security, as that seems to be where her particular talents lay but I think more experience working with the stagehands would help her acclimate to our way of life better than just being around Halsey and Lennic all the time.
6: Oh. Oh. So that means... You...
7: want me to stay? Well, of
5: course I do. I'm not going to leave you out in the cold because of your powers. There's always a place for those who need it in the Caravelle Troupe.
7: I, I can stay... I can stay. You
6: can stay? You can stay?
5: Yes, yes, it's all right. Although, I'd prefer if you took your celebrations elsewhere. I need to start accounting for everything we lost in that attack.
6: Yes, boss, of course. I swear
7: by my blade and by all the grace of the Lord, I will serve the troop to the best of my ability and beyond.
4: Hmm. Well, look at that. The wild girl can actually smile. I assume that means good
6: news. (laughs) Don't pretend you weren't listening at the window, too.
4: I get to stay, Dolan.
7: Even after you all saw my powers, I get to stay with your troop. It's your
6: troop now, too, Leona. So, what do you want to do now?
7: Can we get something else to eat? And while we eat, can you tell me how that story was supposed to end? I only heard Fel shouting something about a... a wedding?
4: A comedy? Oh, please. I bet he just spoiled and butchered it for you, didn't he?
6: Did not! Darling, I know theater, too. (laughs)
4: Sure you do. Here, Leona. Let me tell you how this story is really supposed to end.
0: Thank you. Dear audience, for joining us in Starfall, a fantasy audio drama. Starfall is written and produced by Claudia Elvidge. This episode featured the voice talents of... Shawnee
7: Connickar as Leona.
6: Sam Buwin as Fel.
4: Cole Burkhart as Dalin Archivear.
5: Emma
3: Laslett as Raybar. Brandon Nguyen as Hossie.
2: Lindsay Zanna as Ria.
3: DJ Silvis as Glenn.
2: Juniper
1: White as Mint. Cass McPhee as Basil.
3: Ryan
6: Smith as the Lizard Beast.
0: Nika Goldstein as Audience Member 1.
2: Allie Hilton as Audience 2.
0: And myself, Margaret Ashley as the narrator.
2: Our theme music is composed by Trace Callahan...
0: For more information, visit starfallpodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at starfallpod. Tonight's Falston Fact is on the subject of the Fae. Fae is a broad category encompassing all inherently magical non human life forms. This includes Fae plants, Fae beasts, and Fae. Who live in the wilds and watch to ensure that no humans trespass on their lands?
5: So I'm sure by now you've heard all about the Pasithea powder, the conspiracies. The suggestions of mind control, of alien life, of the terribly romantic doings of Dr. Jane Gonzalez and Captain Sophie Green. And I just want to remind you anyone can fake a recording, anyone can gin up a salacious story. And in these trying times, Reina Valencia needs you to be a patriot. She needs you not to fall for tabloid fancies. So do us all a favor, and don't listen to the Pasithea powder. Trust me, it's for your own safety.